0: Porsche Carrera Cup North America on IMSA Radio Porsche Carrera Cup North America presented by the Cayman Islands on this IMSA Fast Lane Sports Sports Car Weekend in the Haggerty Global Broadcast Center it's John Heindorf and Jeremy Shaw good morning Jeremy this is not the worst place in the world to come uh, by any stretch of the imagination, quite the reverse. So uplifting, even just driving in from Sheboygan this morning.
1: Yeah, glorious place. Uh, w- wonderful come, to come here a- in any time. And I've been fortunate to come here twice this season now. So, yeah, one of my favourite places uh, in uh, well, in the world, quite frankly. Uh, certainly in terms of racetracks, this is a real challenge for the drivers. It's uh, a track that is universally loved by the drivers. Uh, it's a real challenge around here. There's three uh, different places on this track as a green flag comes out on this session for the first uh, of the morning. And uh, three places on this track where the, the, the cars pretty much re- reach terminal velocity, which in terms of these Porsches is uh, well over 160 miles an hour. Mm. Uh, the, uh, d- depending on the, on the wind direction, just looking out at the booth here, we can see that uh, there's a little bit of a, a headwind heading up the start finish line toward turn one. Uh, which could mean, therefore, that the uh, the back straightaway down towards turn five, which is downhill, might be the fastest uh, uh, point on the racetrack today, at least uh, in these conditions. The, the wind a uh, little bit what w- sort of small breeze there is it seems to be coming sort of from the south-ish.
0: Green flag is has been waved as Jeremy mentioned, and we have got cars coming out full field of thirty plenty uh, cars here. Uh, a stark contrast to what uh, I witnessed up in. Uh, Toronto, uh, when the cars were last Trono. racing. Toronto. 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 Um, and uh, some changes in the, uh, in the championship standings uh, off the back of that, which we'll talk about uh, in a moment. But since I've last been here, uh, there's been a lot of changes around this circuit, not to the track surface, although that will be completely repaved uh, in October of this year. Um, and... Quite extraordinary amount of work that's gone on on the infrastructure. A new entrance at Gate 4, uh, the 12 cabins down the front straight, just to my left here. A new hospitality area at Turn 5, new jumbo screens it's Turn 5 and Victory Lane. Um, public address system upgrades. Communications upgrades, timing and scoring at the Briggs and Stratton Motorplex, and then last year a complete upgrade upgrade to the Johnsonville Bridge between eight and nine. Uh, 2000 foot, yeah, which is now two lanes each way plus, yeah, uh, pedestrian, Uh, pedestrian, yes, absolutely. Um Safety enhancements to turns 9 and 11. Restroom at Fireman's Hill. Terrace viewing area for golf carts on turn 13. I mean, it is non-stop here. They are proud of what they have here. This facility opened in 1955 to take racing off the local public roads, of course. And But what they've managed to do then and what they have managed to... Oh, Porsche's going past us here at our start-finish line commentary area for the Haggerty Global Broadcast Centre this weekend. What they managed to do, those good burgers back in the 1950s, was really pretty much replicate the character of the local public roads to give us a real road racing circuit in just stunning, stunning uh, surroundings. And the husbandry of this place, Jeremy, it as we came in this morning, it was—it looked more like a golf course than a the racetrack. Every bit of grass has been looked after. I know that there's an ongoing um, husbandry of of the of the forested areas, including taking out some of the old dead ash trees and and replacing them. There's a real. There's a real pride about this place and a real passion about this place, top to bottom, front to back, isn't there? And it shows. It shows. It,
1: yeah, it absolutely does. Yeah. And of course, perfect weather conditions this morning, which helps as well. Mm. So, uh, yeah, no, it's uh, it's it's just a wonderful place to go. And yeah, the sound of uh, flat six Porsches first thing in the morning at uh, 8 a.m. isn't too bad either, is it? Right? It's not too heavy. alarm call
0: for anybody who's yeah. parked up in there. Their RVs I, I mentioned Jeremy we didn 't get the full complement going north of the borders for for various uh, reasons, uh, and e- each uh, everybody has their own decisions to make so i 'm not making any value judgments there uh, some changes at the top of the championship in the main championship for the pro drivers uh, Trenton and Estep becoming the first uh, uh, the first ever American driver to to win uh, a um, Brazali to win a Porsche Carrera Cup North America race. And then he did it again on the second day. So good point score for him that tightens things up slightly at the top of the championship.
1: Yeah, it does indeed. And uh, you know, he moves now up from fourth to third in the points table ahead of Riley Dickinson, who had a good weekend with a couple of, another couple of podium finishes. He's a regular podium finisher, is Riley Dickinson. but For, for Trenton Estep, uh, yeah, fellow Texan. Uh, they lived not too far apart, those two. Um, but uh, for Trenton, who's a former champion in the GT3 Cup series uh, a few years ago, uh, that was a real, a, a real breakthrough weekend for that MDK, motor, MDK Motorsports team. Uh, that team, of course, unlike all of the other top contenders in the Porsche Carrera Cup North America presented by the Cape and Islands, did not take part in this series last last year, uh, which was the uh, debut year for the, 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 the new uh, 992 chassis. So... Uh, they had a pretty steep learning curve coming to, into this season. Trenton hadn't been driving this sort of car for several years either. But, uh, yeah, a real breakthrough. I-, I was talking to him yesterday. Took, you know, one of the reasons for the success he he put down to uh, how- at Toronto was the fact that it was a brand-new track for everybody in these cars. All the other teams, they got a lot of data from most of the other tracks on which this series races during the year. But for Toronto... Uh, nobody did. So it was a, it was a kind of a, a level playing field at the beginning of the weekend. And that team uh, really gelled uh, uh, with uh, Will Bamber as the uh, chief engineer there and uh, the kind of team manager for Mark Kwame's o- new organization this season set up in Columbus, Ohio. And they uh, took advantage of that fact and two tremendous wins for Trenton Estep to get himself back up into the championship reckoning. Kai Burlow, who won the four, first four races of the season from the pole position, Uh, is uh, still uh, a pretty handy championship lead coming into this 11th and 12th races of a 16-round season. But the gap now to Parker Thompson is uh, uh, 52 points and Trenton Estep just 11 points further back in third and Riley Dickinson only 10 points behind him as well. So everything to play for, John, in these final six races of the season.
0: Turn my mic on if I want to talk. Um, The... uh do do remember how to do this, I think, vaguely. Uh, the, uh, in the, uh, the biggest move was in the AM category. Uh, we'll talk about the pro-AM in just a moment, but the biggest moves were in the AM category. Um, uh, scant uh, numbers went north of uh, the border, including Mark Kwame. Although his team was there, he didn't go. And that allowed uh, John Getz and in particular um, Bill Smith, to make a move, and in fact, Bill won both of the races, and therefore now sits ahead uh, at the top of the championships in arm With John Getz going up into into second position, uh, that's
1: the good news. Um, and that was the the, uh, the second and third wins in succession in the AM class for Bill Smith. The bad news, however, unfortunately, is that Bill hurt his foot actually right before Toronto. Um, and uh, the doctors have not given him clearance to come back this weekend, so Bill won't be defending oh, no. that championship lead this weekend. Yeah, I only found that out yesterday from walking around a paddock. So, Bill, we really miss you here, um, and um, hope you get back soon. But uh, he, he uh, I think he basically fell off a ladder uh, and uh, damaged his foot, and uh, he, he kind of limped through the weekend in Toronto. And say there were only two cars there, uh, and the uh, the only other guy who made the trip north of the border in the AM class was John Getz, and uh, John. Uh, wasn't uh, uh, on, on 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 good form that either. There, he at the end of, at the end of the qualifying, he missed his breaking point, uh, missed, missed his breaking point at turn three, he slammed into um, it was Michael McCarthy, mm. um, and uh, took him out of uh, out of contention. So. Um, yeah, it was a really unfortunate incident for John and a lot of damage to his car. They repaired it enough for him to start each of the races, but that's all he was able to do. He just started the races and then parked it, so came away with second-place points, but uh, a weekend f- to forget for John as well. But he's, he's back out here again uh, this weekend, um, but as I say, Bill Smith is not. So uh, Mark Kwame now, having led the championship pretty comfortably after, the, the, uh, after wins in... Uh, in uh, one, two, three, four, five of the first uh, seven races, Uh, has now got a deficit to Bill Smith of 16 points, seven behind John Getz, but uh, with Bill not here this weekend, that'll give Mark a a good opportunity to get himself back into the lead of the AM standings.
0: Uh, And in pro-AM, I said we would come back to that. Yep. Um, Again, a little bit of uh, 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 interest there. Decent uh, turnout from the uh, the pro-AM, drivers and how does that stand then after that uh, trip north of the border on the Indy cars uh, with the Indy cars?
1: Yeah, well, the the, 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 uh, the battle now between Alan Metny and Efren Castro that waged all the way through last season with Efren Castro just taking uh, the title at the final rounds uh, as uh, just uh, distilled now down into another battle between those two because... Uh, 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 Justin Oakes uh, didn't make the trip north of the border and isn't here either for Nola's border. Sent him a text yesterday to ask why. I haven't got an answer yet. Um, so Justin Oakes isn't isn't going to be defending third position in the championship. Uh, Marco Cironi did win one of the races in the uh, in the pro am class in Toronto. His 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 home event, uh, and he stands fourth in the points, but a long long way behind Alametni and Efren Castro. Efren Castro won both of the races north of the border. Uh, so comes here on, on, a, on a streak, on a three-race win streak, and four out of the last five. And he now trails Alamenti by 16 points with six races to go in the championship. So those two Kelly Moss teammates are going to continue their battle here again this weekend. Uh, and, in and, the- and yesterday, by the way, in the first session, John, I think the two of them were separated by seven thousandths of a second.
0: Yes. Yeah, uh, how typical is that? Uh, and in the team's championship, um, again, it's uh, it's highly contested, uh, but at the top it is? Uh, Kelly Moss uh, yes.
1: still, uh, that, that has been the dominant team in the championship since, uh, since its inception last season. Uh, but uh, in Toronto, uh, finally we saw a third team breaking through into victory lane because uh, out of the first 24 races of the season, um or excuse me, the first 22 races of last year and this year, uh, there's only been two teams that have won races. Kelly Moss had won 17, JDX Racing had won five. um, And uh, no, 24 races, 19 and five was the the win tally for the teams. But now uh, MDK Motorsports has broken through as well. So a couple of wins for them. Uh, but uh, in the championship still, Kelly Moss has a pretty, pretty handy lead. 224 points to the 193 of JDX. Uh, MDK, MDK Motorsports in third position on 180.
0: So that's how it stands coming in to this weekend. Two races, uh, as is the norm. Huge field, as we mentioned. And uh, out on the circuit, pretty much everybody at the moment. 34 cars and there are only five in pit lane at the moment yeah
1: 33 i think th- justin oaks doesn't seem to uh, be here all right sorry i'm yes, not sure did what happened that, there because yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, as far as i as far as i was aware he, he was planning to be here and the, the the team transporter is in the paddock over there but uh, justin hasn't appeared like I, said, I sent him a text yesterday uh, and haven't yet uh, heard back from him so um not quite sure what the deal is there so it looks like 33 cars uh, but um there's, so one has gone. That's Justin Oaks. So There is a new entry, however, this weekend. Mm. That's car number 23, which is PJ Hyatt in yet another Kelly Moss car. I think they've got 10 cars here. I'm not quite sure. I haven't tallied them up, actually. But it's, it's really a huge number. a
0: hard point in the past, hasn't he? in, uh, in the SRO series, I think. He, he might have done, um, uh, he's done. He's done a little bit of racing, not an awful lot of
1: racing. Uh, but he was racing here last weekend. There was a, uh, a couple of rounds of the, uh, the USAC run. Uh, Porsche Sprint Challenge series here last weekend, and and PJ was was ta- taking part in those two uh, events and uh, had a pretty good weekend. He was he was fifth in uh, the class on uh, on in one of the races, and the other race he he was seventh in the in the 992 category. So uh, yeah, very you know so quite a, several drivers in this race yeah. were competing last weekend, including uh, also running in the. Uh, Pro-Am class here this week uh, Alametny and Efren Castro, they both uh, were racing last weekend, Efren uh, was driving, a, I think not the same car that he normally drives uh, but uh, he finished uh, second in one of the races and Alametny was uh, third in third place, excuse me he was behind Alameda in one of the races, in both of the races, actually, in fact, and Alameda finished third in a 992 category one week ago. It's Riley Dickinson quickest again this morning. Fastest time yesterday was a 209.715. Uh, there is uh, This is the first time that the 992 chassis cars have been here, so already well underneath the old 992. 1.2 record set back in 2019 by Roman De Angelis, a 210.3. Um, so, uh, quicker than that yesterday, and Riley Dickinson quicker again this morning. 210.2 then for Riley Dickinson. Parker Thompson in second place position now in car number nine. Riley Dickinson drives number 53 car for Kelly Moss. Parker Thompson number nine. Shell top up entry for JDX Racing. And in third position, the championship leader, Kai Van Berlo, in car number three for Kelly Moss. And his teammate in another of the racing for (laughs) children's cars, car number seven, is Michael McCarthy.
0: Yeah, slight differences to the uh, colours on the front valances of of those cars. Riley's got the sort of bright highlighter, uh, orangey-yellow colour on. That's the only way I can tell those apart uh, just yeah. to pick up on pj uh, pj hyatt h y e double t there is another driver called nick hyatt that i remember from something and i can't remember what what he was doing but um, i've now looked it up and i was i uh, wasn't losing my mind team Hardpoint, uh, a couple of races in the gt america series this year and a race in the gt world challenge and a podium as well in uh, in the gt america um, with a fastest lap there for PJ but that was in a GT3 R 911 um 991.2 so this will be his first racing outing I think in the new 992 cup car um which uh, h- again he'll be uh, uh he'll be getting used to he did he, well, he drove on last
1: weekend uh, that that was yeah. the, that was the same ah
0: that was yeah. okay that, I, I was about to say unless of course um he uh uh, he's coached by Gunnar Jeanette, yes. um, apparently, yes. and he wants to go to Le Mans. Um, yes. Tech made his money in tech. Yes, yeah,
1: and sold his company.
0: Yeah, good lad.
1: Yeah, good lad. <laughs> For a lot of money, I gather. Uh, again, another another of. Uh, an, an, uh, he's not. He's not in a solo club, there, is he? No, no, um, and, and
0: listen. W- Many of us would do exactly the same. There's no if uh, chance, absolutely. Yeah, right. th- w- there's, there's, uh, G- Jeremy and I. Are sort of rather envious. <laughs> we would love, it's love total. to have done the same. I suspect many of you here and further afield um, would uh, would do exactly the same if we had the the wherewithal. And uh, well, good luck to him. So, PJ, welcome to Porsche Carrera Cup North America, presented by Visit Cayman Islands, uh, where we still have 13 minutes. Uh, remaining,
1: another couple of changes to the entry list for for this weekend. Uh, we've got a, the return of uh, Jeff Myshack in car number twenty nine, uh, driving for the the Goldcrest team. He's been out since Long Beach. Uh, he had a, a a big crash there and uh, damaged his back, uh, and wasn't uh, well. First of all, his car was uh, destroyed, so uh, that that was a problem. But he also he didn't get medical clearance either. After that, uh, he, actually, he actually collapsed in the panic thing after as well. So uh, yeah, he, uh, he, was, he made a great coverage for him yesterday, he thrilled to be back in action. And he's actually fastest in the AM class this morning in kind of a 16th overall for Jeff Mieshecker, 2 minutes 12.7. So good effort for him. And his second place in AM class, make, also making his return for the first time since Long Beach, where he also destroyed his car, is Vernon McClure from uh, from, from Virginia in car number ten. That's the the Main Street Homes entry, uh, driving uh, in that uh, number uh, 10 car in the uh, under the Kelly Moss banner. And so Werner back this weekend as well, in second place in AM at the moment, ahead of Mark Kwame, the, the uh, erstwhile championship leader, until he didn't go to Toronto. And then John Gets in fourth position for Wright Motorsports in the AM class. Another returnee uh, this weekend, having raced only once previously this season, is Bob Mueller from southern california he drove the uh, the tequila car uh at uh, at sebring he, he trailed that car all the way out to sebring um and uh from solana beach in southern california the octavio tequila racing entry as it was then uh he uh, then had some business uh, responsibility to take care of basically since then so this is a return to the championship he actually sold the car that he had at sebring uh, and has got a, a, a new car which which arrived literally a couple of days ago it came from france uh, and uh, he is running now with the uh, with the goldcrest team as well the first time he has ever run with a professional team and it was up to speed yesterday Struggled a bit this morning, it seems, for, for paces. Bob Mueller down in the fifth position in the class, having yesterday been up in the top three, I think, for most of the session. Uh, but good to see him back in the Championship as well this weekend.
0: That's Jeremy Shaw alongside me, John Hainoff, in the Haggerty Global Broadcast Centre. Glorious morning just after a quarter past eight here. Central time, that's where we are, if you're listening further afield than around the circuit on 87.9. Uh, Welcome to IMSA Radio and our full coverage of the weekend. And uh, if you're here or indeed further afield and you want to know which sessions we're covering, which sessions we have video for, all that information is on imsaradio.com and uh, the schedule at the bottom of the homepage does this magical thing whereby it detects your browser time and does an auto-convert for you. So you don't have to do any tricky arithmetic to work out what time the sessions you're going to be wanting to watch are coming on. And the ones with the little TV icon next to them, they have got the video as well, which you access when that is live via the live video tab on the top left-hand side. And it's all free, of course. If you want to catch up with anything that's been happening over the weekend, Tim Gray and the rest of the team up in London will be posting the archive as we go along uh, via imserradio.com. few features on there. As well, that should keep you going. So just over halfway through this session, a little bit more than that now, two-thirds of the way through the session. Trenton Estep's just gone quicker again yeah. last time around, and again at his next lap, and it's the best wow. time now comes down to a 209-3-2-1. Alan Metney is doing the same in Pro-Am. In fact, he's just taken... Did I see somebody else at the top? I think he just took that away from Efren Castro. Correct. Yes, he did. 2.11.791 right. for Efren. And now 2.10.9 for Alan. He'll be very pleased with that time. So you're absolutely right there, John. It was
1: Efren Castro who jumped up into the top 10 uh, to go fastest in program at last lap. This t- this lap, as you say, Alan met you to the top there. 2-10.9. To that's a great lap uh, from Alan. That is quicker than the old uh, 9.91 lap record around here so a really good lap for alan Metanyi up into seventh position overall also some improvements in am john gets up to second place for right motorsports and now to the top in 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 the am category 16th fastest overall for john gets for right Motorsports in car number 57 uh a, a two minutes 12.5 for the uh, for the am driver and of course the 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 pros, the pro AMs and the AMs, they 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 determine those categories by by age, mm. um, you know, plain and simple. Over fifty seven, you've got to be to be running in the AM category. And uh, the guys, they always have a, a great joke about it amongst themselves, uh, all of the all of the uh, the AM guys, uh, because uh, here they are battling with the with the youngsters and just having so much fun doing it. And I had a nice, lovely chat yesterday with John Getz, who's just a really great character, and he was saying, you know. He, he 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 knows he's lost a little bit of pace over the years compared to where he was a few years ago, but he's still loving it. Uh, huge smile on his face, uh, and just you know, it, it's a great opportunity to, to match himself against some very very talented young drivers, and you know, to be halfway up the field overall. Uh, he's just actually down to down to six eighteenth uh, position. A couple of uh, pro cars had finally just gone a little bit quicker than he. That being Connor Flynn. In car number 95 for Ooh. RH Mikes Racing and Sean Varwig in car number two for uh, Kelly Moss.
0: And a new fastest lap. Yeah. Uh, in fact, two quick laps from two Kelly Moss uh, racing drivers two o nine two eight five for Riley Dickinson, and then just a second to go crossing the line in front of us, Kai von Berlo, the man from the Netherlands, studying down in Florida, at two o nine two three two, so point now point one two two, so just on a tenth of a second between the top four and yeah. three of those cars are Kelly Moss run cars. The uh, the interloper there, the MDK Motorsports Trenton Estep, who's on a rich vein of form at the moment. He has the momentum as Michael McCarthy wow. goes to the top of the times so with a nine 2. Wow, that has really blown the top three apart. Three Kelly Moss Roden race, 7 3 and 53. Well, you could at least get them in number order, ch- chaps, please, if you don't mind. <laughs> uh, then Trent and Esther. Then uh, Dimitri Demakos in the 311 RS Motorsport, number 11. Um, he, I mean, he is down on a 210-9. We would have thought, uh, sorry, a 210-1 is his best. We would have thought that was a decent lap, and I'm sure he would have. He's nearly a second off the pace now yeah. at that. He's remarkable at the front of the field, Jeremy.
1: It certainly is. you the top six now, all faster than the old 991 lap record around here, but super tight. What a great lap for Michael McCarthy. This is a different car that he's running this weekend. We talked about the fact that he was taken out in Toronto uh, by John Getz, who put his hand up. It was totally my mistake. I just completely missed my braking at turn three and slammed into the side of McCarthy. So he's actually now running the car. There's actually he's, he's bought the car that was owned by Alan Metney. Metney has, owns two cars. Uh, Alan is actually still driving the car he drove last season in the races, but Michael McCarthy has taken that new car and now, for the first time, goes fastest in a session at the moment with uh, just over five minutes remaining. So a great lap for him. Oh, no, not, not, not quite, because Riley Dickinson <laughs> in car number 53 uh, so we've now got uh, the Racing for Children's cars, first, second and third. Riley Dickens to the top with a 209.103. Michael McCarthy in calibre number seven, 209.207. Kai van Berle, the championship leader in calibre three, 209.231. And Trenton Estep, a distant fourth on <laughs> 209.321.
0: And he's just come into the pit lane. So two tenths of a second between that top four. The three Racing for Children cars, uh, now in reverse number order 53, 7 and 3. These are the white cars with the green panel on them. Um, uh, so we, we've had a couple of penalties in the last few days that um, have uh, sort of caught my eye. We had a penalty yesterday at drive through for somebody damaging the, um, the um, RFID on his way out of the pit lane. And this year, improper tool usage. Stop giggling at the back. Uh, there was a tyre change uh, that was uh, not being done correctly for the, uh, the number 84 team there. And I'm not going to say that's the driver because that's the team, Jeremy, yes. uh, of, that, uh, of that particular car. That's Marco Cironi's Mark Motors Racing um, and there's just so much I could say about that, but I'm going to move on from it immediately because I'd rather like to continue working this weekend. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, and uh, yeah, while we backpedal a little bit, uh, <laughs> Riley Dickinson is certainly not backpedaling. He's gone uh, personal best oh. in Sector 1, purple fastest of all in Sector 2, uh, waiting for him now to... Uh, he's probably still probably about 10 or 15 seconds away from the chequered flag, probably coming up the hill at uh, the last couple of corners now for Riley Dickinson. But on another really, really good lap here for the guy that's already fastest. Uh, also changes a little bit further back in Am last Vernon McClure has gone fastest in car number ten in Am as uh, Riley Dickinson goes across yep. the line. and uh, Yeah, does go fractionally quicker. 209.014. Kai Van Burlow up into second position. Also improves uh, right behind him. Number 53, number three, running very close together on the racetrack. 209.189 then for Kai Van Berlo. But Riley Dickinson, he's really on a charge this weekend.
0: Uh, and the, the number seven car of Michael McCarthy is just coming down to Canada Corner now ahead of him. Uh, he has uh, the Vernon McClure, Kalimos car uh, ahead of him. Different class there, but he's got a. Who's he had to go by there? I think he had to make a pass on Parker Thompson uh, for JDX. Parker, by the way... Parker's sitting, on a good lap. He's, he's on, on his on a, best lap. He's on a very good lap, yeah. So maybe Parker's closing in on him. They're coming to turn uh, number 14, the final corner now, and heading up the hill into the pit lane, Mark Motors, uh, Mark Locieroni. I'm not sure he got that drive-through done before the chequered flag so he may get a penalty in the next session there goes parker and he goes to the top wow Wow. one fast lap absolutely brilliantly done Uh, A 208 890 the only driver in the 208 area everyone else 209 and above and actually in the context of what we've seen jeremy a, a tenth and a quarter ahead of everybody else is quite a big margin here. That's a cracking lap from Parker Thompson in the JTX, the Shell top-up car. Well, it certainly is
1: there, and uh, a lot quicker than yesterday. Because yesterday's session, that was the first session of uh, of the week uh, here at uh, part this, of uh, this inter-weekend. Yesterday afternoon it was, that first session. So they were kind of track sweeping. Yes, there was activity last weekend, but there was a lot of rain Uh, on uh, Wednesday, I believe, here, which pretty much washed the track sort of clean, rushed the rubber off, but left a lot of, sort of, you know, dust. It was very dusty during that first session, so uh, that will explain why times are so much faster this morning. 2.09.7 the quickest time yesterday, Uh, 2.10.2 the second fastest time, 2.10, 2 uh, 2 minutes 10.2 would now put you only seventh on the chart, so uh, a lot of pace being found by a lot of these drivers, and uh, yeah, really interesting session here. Werner McClure still fastest in AM, in car number ten, from uh, Mark Kwame in car number forty-three. Uh, there's just over a tenth and a half between those two in the twentieth and twenty-first position. Right behind them, also very very close actually, Jeff Myshak in car number twenty-nine and John Getz in car number fifty-seven. So top four in AM. They're also covered by uh, about uh, two and a half tenths of a second, so really tight there as well.
0: And we've got two cracking races coming up, qualifying to come uh, later on today, racing on Saturday and Sunday. We'll have those for you. Uh, We'll have the two races for you live in sound and vision when you're here at the track or or further afield. Uh, Mark those down because with this size of field, with the... Tight. I mean, th- let's not forget, this is just over four miles around and we're talking about fractions of a second here. That's how tight this is as there's one or two just uh, still trailing in behind the chequered flag, finishing their laps. And there goes Hutton McKenna who sees the chequered flag. few people peeling into the pits. Parker Thompson did that time and peeled into the pits pretty much straight away. Michael McCarthy... Has not improved on his last lap around, as he comes through in the number seven, Kelly Moss. Kelly Moss. I mean, at the moment, then they are second, third, fourth. This is overall seventh, twelfth, and that is by the way second in uh, in proam. Actually, y- you could say it ninth and first in proam because the iFly Alimenti car is is run by them. Yep. Um, then fourth in pro that's seventeenth overall. Uh, tenth in the class for Werner Mc- for uh, sorry, first in the class for Vernon McClure in twentieth position. I think they might have found the sweet spot on the setup, Jeremy. I'm just seeing. Um, I- just maybe the odd clue. <laughs> there's a clue, then there's a pattern. This is a pattern. They're doing all right this weekend. They are, They've okay. rolled off the truck hook okay.
1: They are, but, uh, but Parker Thompson, then the quickest of all, though, for JDX Racing. So uh, that's a feather in his cap, isn't it, to, mm-hmm. to, to nip ahead of these uh, uh, Kelly Moss cars at the front. I mean, strength in numbers there for Kelly Moss, for sure. Uh, Parker Thompson pretty much flying solo here for JDX Racing. Uh, they're putting their, all their efforts behind him. They've got a, a lot of experience in that team, of course. And Parker Thompson taking full use of it to go fastest in this session. Boy,
0: that was fun. Thank you, Jeremy. Jeremy Shaw alongside me, John Heindorf. One or two cars just coming uh, to the end of their laps. Jeff Myshack still to come in for Goldcrest. He's coming up the hill now to my right-hand side. And let's see if he improves in the silver and grey car. And he does not improve Uh, Pedro Torres did on his last lap though in the SEI Motorsports number 16 car 16 Pro-Am and I think that is everybody who needed to have come through who's come through because uh, McKenna was the first uh, one of the first if not the first to see the chequered flag so he must be pulling into the pit lane Uh, along with PJ Hyatt in the number 23. All right, that's interesting. That sets the tone. That's a pretty high watermark for uh, this morning. And by the way, keep an eye out for the Kelly Moss 23. It looks black. It's not. It's a very, very dark green, almost like Porsche... Uh, Avantime, the old Avantime colour. It is fantastic in the sunlight. If you get a chance to have a wander around the Porsche paddock, uh, go and have a look uh, at that one. Right, that's it for Jeremy and I for the moment. There's plenty more to come. Stay tuned to IMSA Radio on rs This programme is a Radio Show Limited production. For more, check imsaradio.com and subscribe to IMSA Radio wherever you get your podcasts.